welcome back to Salt Cravings 2019 edition. Whoa, hey, nice. This is a fun. <laughs> I don't know what you were expecting me to say. <laughs> I forgot there was more to the intro. This is a podcast where we solve our cravings. My name is Claire. And my name's Brianna. Wow. Now it's <laughs> we're, done. You know, I think we're just having trouble getting... We had two themed episodes in a row. Mm-hmm. And so, like, getting back into the swing of doing this our podcast normal as, as normal, I think, is... is throwing me for a loop at least. Okay. I don't know about you. How are you how are you doing, Claire? I'm I'm not too bad. I'm I'm back in class. I have some homework that I get to do and now I get to record this podcast. Literally napping in the middle of the day was a possibility. That's nice. I like I like me some breaks and some naps in the middle of the day. I guess it's a good thing that you don't get that anymore. Is that is this a positive or a negative? Shift? It's a fact. Okay, it's a neutral change. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. 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 Uh, I'm not in classes yet. I will be next week um, and tomorrow. Apparently. Technically, well, technically. Technically. Yes. Technically. Yes. 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 Technically, my school starts classes tomorrow, but I don't have that many like classes up and about so i don't start till next week no one should be forced to start classes super duper early into january give us like a a little bit of a buffer you know that's what i'm saying i like what you're saying you want to say a craven (sighs) oh boy i do you know what's really good probably pirates oh okay so the thing is pirates are the best and this is a thing that i don't think i fully appreciated until i realized how fucking great pirates are the best at what it's not necessarily and just just to clarify are we talking about the yar yar pirates or the i'm sitting in the basement with a computer and i'm I'm downloading this movie of (laughs) 2001 A Space Odyssey, but from the internet illegally. Well, I do support downloading 2001 A Space Odyssey from the internet illegally. I mean distinctly the yar-har-har type of pirates, because really the thing that I'm craving is pirate-focused media. This is the thing, is that there's just not enough good pro-pirate material out there. You want pirate material that is better than the Pirates of the Caribbean? Well, I certainly do, because um, Johnny Depp is in there, and therefore the entire franchise is dead. True. So I want something that doesn't have domestic abusers in it that's about pirates. And also stuff that, you know, is as gay as pirates deserve to be. Mm -hmm. Um, Is as directly, you know, anti-capitalist... Robin Hood style pirate tales as pirates deserve to be. Cause really that's, that's the core of pirates that I don't think has been fully explored. How they robbed from empires that were, well, empires and therefore awful. Was Veggie Tales about pirates? You know, I, I never watched Veggie Tales. Neither did I. But I think that there was some I, pirates. Yeah, I think there are pirates. I think the there. vegetables were occasionally pirates for reasons that I don't understand. But but do appreciate. I kind of like that though. Can yeah. we have fruit pirates? Okay, now I'm feeling this. I'm feeling the fruit pirates. Okay, so we got all these fruit pirates. Is the whole world fruit? Are the fruit pirates going up against a different type of food? Maybe the vegetables. What if it's just we have fruit pirates and then there's also people? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
Like, why are, why so, are these pirates fruit? How mm-hmm. did this fruit become pirates? What? What is this pineapple's origin story? <laughs> I got bit by a radioactive pineapple. <laughs> I got bit by a radioactive pineapple and uh, also became a pirate. Yeah. Um, okay, here's the really important question. What size are the fruit compared to the humans? <laughs> Because on the one hand, I don't think that the tiny, tiny fruit could be too effective against humans. I but also, also also imagine very small boat. <laughs> Yarr! <laughs> Let's go get them, laddies! Okay, so I like this. Very small boat, <laughs> very fruity pirates. And they did get cursed like this, right? And their yeah. tale is to break the curse. Yes, it is. And also to steal, like, as much as possible. They're gonna steal your punch bowl. Oh, they absolutely are. Because that's, like, messed up, right? Like, (laughs) can you imagine how many, how much fruits would dislike the concept of punch? It's called punch. It implies that you punched fruit until it was juice. Also, I'm just thinking about, like, if you got turned into a lemon and you are a pirate, you're sort of the first to go if you all get marooned on an island or anything. Just by pirate logic. What do you mean? Well, you gotta protect from scurvy. Oh, okay. Wait, 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 wait. What you're saying here to me, what you're saying here to me right now is that fruit can get scurvy. Well, if you don't got enough vitamin C. They are vitamin C. Not if you're not a lemon. Lemons aren't the only thing that have vitamin C in them. They're not the only fruit that have vitamin C in them. Yeah, but does every fruit have vitamin C? I mean, I don't know. I wouldn't, I would, listen, if I'm working with people who are likely to like eat me first on a deserted tropical island, I'm going to make it so that they don't have a reason to. And therefore I'm going to mostly deal with, uh, that's a great idea. The lemon is evil. Okay. Evil pirate. I think the lemon becomes a capitalist and the lemon sort of deals with the capitalists. It's the, it's the shift from pirate Mm -hmm. uh, to privateer. And that shift, of course, is a downfall. The lemon does become a capitalist. And this is, I guess, the central conflict. Is it that very superhero type of thing of like, once upon a time we were friends and then the lemon turned against us? Yeah, no, definitely. And also every time the capitalists are foiled, they do all sort of make a face and the lemon turns to them and says, wow, you all look sour. And that's that's the closing of every episode. I don't know if it, okay. Well, okay. Mm, okay. Okay, well, no, actually, okay, I was, I was unsure, but now I've turned over to this because if there's an episode where the lemon dies, can you imagine what the ending of that episode is going to just be like? It's a voiceover. (laughs) No, there's nothing. It's just like all of them making this face and then it zooms in on an empty space. Oh, and how can we have like a lemon outline and a big arrow pointing (laughs) at the empty space just to emphasize the dramatic effect? Like you're supposed to feel sad. uh, You really aren't a fan of subtlety, aren't you? (laughs) (laughs) I think they'll, I think they'll get it. We can put text on the screen too. We can actually have like emotion cues for people who don't always get the like emotions of the people. Okay, It is just like, 
feel sadness I think, in bold well, at the top okay. of the screen. I think the other way to make it so that people kind of get that is this thing called acting and writing, musical accompaniment. Because right. that's essentially what musical accompaniment is right also, now, is like, you're supposed to feel sad. But we also have, you know, captions for people who can't hear the actors. What about we have emotion okay. captions okay. for people who can't read the actors' sure. emotions? What if there's a note? So this is really... We just sort of put the word sad on, like, the actor's forehead if they're trying to convey sadness. <laughs> okay, well, actually, now that's great. Because I think you just have on top of, you know, lemon evil. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, can can you tell me what the evil looks like? What is the evil face that like? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> wait, what, wait. We said they all have tiny voices. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I am feeling this. Mostly, the thing that I I also love, I think, is important to mention that I love about pirates. And piracy is pirate music, not pirated music, right? This is, I mean, yeah, this music is that is as the, we clarified yes 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 uh thank you claire for clarifying uh like this this it's the one time you get to use that pun on the podcast ah damn i can't believe i used it so soon but just that sort of yar har i'm a pirate type of music is very good i still maintain that one of the best songs on the smash bros ultimate soundtrack is the king k rule music Ah, galleon which is like prime pirate stuff. Do you want me to play a little bit right here? I would love for you to play a little bit of Gangplank Galleon right here. All right, so this is the Gangplank Galleon from the new Smash Brothers. Is what it's about. Yeah, it gets you pumped up. It gets to you pumped smash. up. <laughs> okay, yes, to smash, but also just in general to do some piracy, right? Because because King K. Rule is a classic example of anti-capitalist piracy. So you sort of want all the theme music to sound like this, even the sad moments. It's like, all right, we're gonna get you through your sadness. All right, you're feeling it. It's intense. Well, intense sadness. Let's feel it. Like. Sort of. I mean, I think the sad moments could also just be the same instruments, but it's sad now. But also maybe it is just the most intense sadness because that's another important thing is like pirates are dramatic as hell. And if they're not, they're not correct pirates because Blackbeard existed. Dude laid his beard on fire. That's pretty dramatic to me. And yeah, <laughs> yeah. So like, so I think everything just has to be to the nines, right? And that includes the sadness. So you're right. So I think along with this intense music, sort of the BPM, it's it's up there. I think the fruit also goes fast, and that is also why they are sped up in their voices. They they sort of have the high voice, but they also do the fast move. Okay, so they're just okay. That's their superpower. Their speedy fruit. I thought the superpower was that they were fruit that moved and talked and interacted with the world at large. That too. But also now they're speedy fruit. Okay, that's fair. So you do have a pineapple that can tie you up in under five seconds. That's fair. The super speedy fruit of the shores of Fruitopia. (laughs) Great. The super speedy fruit of the shores of Utopia. Fruitopia. Fruitopia. It's not a utopia. It's capitalist. (laughs) And so the fruit are really out here trying to... They're trying to make their fruitopia. They're trying to level 
the playing field. Sort of like they're really trying to get some water. What's water that doesn't have waves? It's like still water. They're really just trying <laughs> to make everything still water. Okay. They're going to redistribute the fruits of production. <laughs> <laughs> the fruits of our labor, one might say. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I'm craving pirate media. Uh, do you do you have any other uh, suggested pirate media or would you like to tell me your craving? Oh, well, now that's that's two big different things. It is two big different things. Okay, how about before I give you my next craving, I'm just going to say this. We could do Veggie Tales, but it is about Satanism instead of Christianity. It is sort of a balancing act, isn't it? Yeah. Right? It's kind of like you've heard the one perspective, now hear the the exact opposite side of this. Yeah, again, never seen Veggie Tales. I do think it's a like almost a word for word, except all the songs sort of just replace keywords and it is about satanism now yeah i think that that does make sense instead of talking about jesus they're just talking about lucifer right in fact it's just sort of the same it's the same show but it's dubbed over it's a redubbing yeah you know that does sound easier yeah it's just like i'm just imagining this (laughs) thing of like we are all so thankful to love and be loved by satan So, my next craving. Yeah, give me your next craving. Since I am back in school, and this came up today. Oh, no. One of my cravings is to have all the slides for a class already. Because it does make... It does, yeah. it does make learning a little easier because you yeah. can just listen. You can just listen and you can just have you can the just, slides. Yeah. So one thing that I sort of switched to doing last semester from what I used to do, which was I'd buy a notebook every year for every one of my classes and then I'd write mm. down my notes. This seems, you know, pretty standard for most people. Yes. What I do now, I just take photos of the board and then I upload it to a folder and I'm like, yeah. This is better. Now I have everything digitally. It's almost like having slides, but less good. So I do super crave when there are those nice PowerPoint Mm -hmm. PDFs. And I don't want your PowerPoints. I want your PDFs. Please, please export your PowerPoints to PDFs. Oh Oh my God. This is the thing. Like I... I've had classes where they they give you the PowerPoints and they're in PowerPoint. I am just going to open them and export them to PDF myself. Yeah, exactly. And also just in general, I will say one of the things about PowerPoints for me is they don't often tell the whole story. I've definitely had classes that I've been absent for, but then look through the, the PowerPoint later. But I think like... The key to it is that you're still there and you're still listening. Yeah. But and like, it's sort of a summary on the greater, greater exactly. course. I've also seen in some of my courses, everyone in the comp side apartment sort of has those fancy touchscreen computers where right. you turn it into a tablet and then they have their pen and then the, PowerPoint is open and you can just write notes on the PowerPoint. So you can make extra notes on the PowerPoint and that saves it. That seems like a really smart thing. I know. I don't do that. That seems a little far and beyond. Yeah, that's, that's extreme. Yeah. That's like, they are going to be able to review that PowerPoint and know absolutely everything galaxy brain level education. I wanted to ask you, what's another way to take notes? What, okay. What's what's a sort of yeah? Everyone learns differently. I mean, what's another way to do? You want learn? the actual answer of how I take notes, or do you want me to think of a joke? Yeah. Uh, you know what? The actual way I take notes is a joke. I use Google Docs. 
Okay. Um, the thing about Google Docs is that A, I'm used to it. And so I just kept using it. It's typed and I like typed notes. Um, I know that there's all those studies out there that say, if you don't handwrite things, you're never going to learn anything. But like, you know, I think I've disproven that. Can confirm. I've failed every course I've taken because I'm a computer scientist and we don't write anything. Listen, In fact, I... there's never been a computer scientist that passed a course ever. And that's why that study exists. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> thing about Google Docs, on the one hand, you know, it's good. I like typing notes. I like having them. I like mm. having them accessible wherever I am, whether I have my tablet slash laptop, my laptop that is essentially a tablet, or if I have my home laplet yeah my laplet um my laptop tap top's a different thing um (laughs) can i predict one of the good things that i think you use google docs for yes a shared document with other people yes it's exactly that's exactly it yeah um See, the problem for me is I don't have any friends in my classes. I had one class last semester, had one friend in it. That was great. All the other classes, it was like, all right, I went on co-op and now everyone in my year is like already graduated. I mean, I don't have that much of that now, but when I was early into university, I was like, I want to make friends with everyone. Yeah. Oh, Um, yeah. No, definitely the first year energy of you sit down next to someone, they're your friend now. Fourth year, it's like, please don't look at me, talk to me. If I can hear you breathing, I will leave. Like, to give you the comparison, first year, in a department that wasn't even mine, I, like, accidentally elbowed someone in the knee behind me and we started talking and we're still friends five years later. Uh, This last semester, I worked on a project with, like, three other people. Did not share my notes. Do not have their contact info. That said... There's there's two benefits to the Google Docs system uh, in terms of like being able to have a shared document. On the one hand, everyone can contribute their notes. You can also do the thing of like one person takes notes one class, the other person takes notes the next class, yeah. which it's, it works surprisingly well. See, I also really like this because we could just implement for every class there is one document and everyone has to sign in. And now this is the class document. And everyone shares the notes. And it is just 300 people in one Word document trying to write <laughs> cohesive notes at any given point. Okay, yeah. This is and then editing each liked? other. Yeah, so I have sort of experienced this, actually. What? Yeah, so there is, I believe it was a 300-level project class. We were coding, and it was a coding example. And this TA did set up sort of a coding example that everyone could go on to and edit. Oh my god. Uh, it was real good. No, I, well, there was kind of a mess, but it got cleaned up pretty quickly. Yeah, I don't know, third years are kind of respectful. Yeah, third years are like at a point of like, alright, we can meme a bit, but like, let's chill. Yeah, there was maybe three lines of like, just A's. <laughs> Yeah, that sounds about right. But otherwise, it was fine. That said, like, one of the central purposes of Google Doc for me is making jokes in the notes. I mean, I do that every time. Oh, every so you're time. the joke meister. I would not go so far as to say I am the joke meister, but there is a certain joy in writing something on a Google Doc and then having your friend in the class read it and have to stifle a laugh in the middle of class. <laughs> 
Um, and that's really fun. Just sort of highlight their note and say, this is bad, please retype it. <laughs> yeah. Like, but the thing is, is like, those aren't memes I can share with everyone else in the class because sometimes they're memes that are like funny to us, the gay students, but are not as funny to the general population of a university. That said, I do admire the ability to just have one collective Google Doc. But at a certain point, I think that's just like communally taking a class, right? That's like you're all in this together type of thing. I mean, I kind of like that. I do like that. I think High School Musical taught us we are all in this together. (laughs) And that is something that we should carry with us into our university years, of course. Right. High School Musical giving us university education. It really did. Do you want to give me another education intaking method? An absorption method? Um, of the learning. One of the things that I do is if I do have to take handwritten notes, and sometimes even if I don't, I just doodle. Okay. And you may think... So you sort of, you sketch out, you make, you make portraits of the education. Well, the thing is, uh, it's not exactly related to the education, Because it is just random doodles. Okay. And that may not seem like an educational intake method. But then you associate the doodle with how the the Hoffington inequality does help you select a sample size. Exactly. This spaceship reminds me of the... For, of the Dunciad by Alexander Pope, right? Like right. that is that is the associations that get made. Can and I can I offer another one? Sure, just give me another of, one. Just sort yeah. of thought of this. Um, little brownies, and they do just can't contain the class notes. Okay, so you do eat so, them, and now you understand the cor- like wait, the class. Okay, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> and I know what you're going to ask, and no, they do not contain <laughs> little pieces of paper that have class notes. Written on so them. then, how do they contain the notes? Well, they contain the knowledge. They're knowledge brownies. It's like weed brownies <laughs> that makes you smarter instead of high. <laughs> okay, what's the smart drug? Knowledge. You've never gotten high from knowledge before. Buddy, I'm always high from knowledge. <laughs> That's how I maintain my GPA. Okay. With knowledge drugs. <laughs> That's Ritalin. Actually, <laughs> I take methylphenidate. Oh, so okay. no, it's not Ritalin. It's methylphenidate. Gotcha. Great. You know, I was also thinking, you do want these PowerPoints, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I am thinking, like, if you wanted to do it some other way and, and sort of maintain the PowerPoints, then you need to do a PowerPoint heist. Explain. The teacher doesn't always supply PowerPoints, right? Oh. Wait. So the teacher has PowerPoints but doesn't give you them? I... I've definitely been in classes where that is the case before. And... Because the teacher wants you to come to class and therefore doesn't give you the PowerPoints because they assume that if you have the PowerPoints, you won't come to class and just read those. That's a good assumption and also probably really good for people who can't come to class. Anyways, let's consider a teacher that won't give you PowerPoints that the teacher absolutely has and you have gone to their class every day raise your hand and be like so when are you posting the powerpoints and they say i'm not all right how are we planning the heist how are we getting it obviously it's in their office so first of all you gotta break into the vent uh that's the vent yeah the vent above their office okay (laughs) right um but we're probably too big to fit in the vents i'm also gonna say i go to a school that's over a hundred years old 
I don't know how good those vents are. They're probably not great. Not only are they not probably sturdy, I don't know what's in them. I mean, what's about to be in them is our heist material. Okay, all right. Here's what I'm thinking. We're too big to fit in those vents. But you know who wouldn't be too big? Spiders? Yeah. I was going to go with cats. Ooh. I was going to send May on this expedition (laughs) as a cat burglar. Spider cats. Spider cats. There we go. We now found are our they ideal cats, height. Spiders the size of cats or cats the size of spiders? They're actually just cats with six extra legs. <laughs> no, it's four extra legs. That's great. It's really good. And they also have a bunch of extra eyes for the heisting. <laughs> okay. <laughs> They're not all on their heads. Some of them are near their body. Yeah. One's on their paw. So we have these kind of going through the vents. And then, of course... We have an army of them. <laughs> an army of them. An espionage. Trying to locate the office we don't know where the office is for some reason we really we don't because we never go to office hours (laughs) and they no one ever does they do give feedback too we do also have a cam like our spider cat cam because we have to tell them where to go yeah and it is eight angles from every yeah yeah yeah. so we just have all of our tech and our bioengineered spider cats Mm -hmm. and they break through the vent in the correct office after identifying it all right here's a big big thing that we need to figure out yeah how the spider cats type how spider cats (laughs) use keyboard they don't claire because you see, this is just okay. This is just the setup for the heist. Okay, all right. The sorry, the spider cats just go in and unlock the door. We've sent this no. army of spider cats no, no, just no, no, to no, unlock no. the door. No, they place a camera. Oh, they place a camera in the office that can't be detected because it looks like an old book. Um, <laughs> what's the title of the old book? Uh, how to land the ideal heist. <laughs> Because we're like, because we're really like, and how to be covert. Because <laughs> we're really like rubbing it in their face uh-huh. that they didn't, that they didn't catch us. So you have the book with the camera. <laughs> You're carrying the book. Yeah, they're carrying. The we book. have hundreds of copies of this book, <laughs> and the inside the book is the camera, and then you leave that uh-huh. there, and then you watch on the camera for the Their uh, password as they type it in. Well, obviously that, and also though. You wait until they have a USB that has the PowerPoints. And you wait until they're, they leave. You know that the USB has the PowerPoints on it by watching them with the camera. Huh? <laughs> and then you wait until they leave the room. And that's when you strike. <laughs> that's when you strike because you don't need to be able to type to steal a USB. Why do they have a USB instead of a laptop why do they do anything i mean maybe it's the <laughs> laptop and you are stealing the laptop so we just push them over and <laughs> steal the laptop from them <laughs> no you wait until they're out of the office and they've got the laptop and the- oh no you cause a diversion you cause a diversion where they are setting it up and they have their laptop or the or the usb with all the powerpoints on it you cause a diversion that makes them leave then the cat spider you know comes down oh, comes classic, back. classic yeah comes back for for round two and steals it brings it outside to us waiting where we rapidly type and transfer it to our own purposes all right two things yeah first why did we need the book second how long is this distraction that we could like type and search their laptop outside of their office nonetheless where they have 
presumably be distracted to... No, 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 no. It's outside of the outside of the building. Oh. Yeah, like where we they entered in the the vents. The distract the diversion's going to have to be long and that is what one of us does cuz the other one's typing it in. The, the oh, wait, other one's... sorry. <laughs> yeah. We so... have an army of spider cats and we're still there. <laughs> of course we are. Okay. I what listen, you think the spider cats can cause a diversion long enough? You know, we don't want them get rounded kind up. Of? I think, I think, you know, they might, might actually, actually be able to cause a diversion. You know, they might actually be able to cause a long diversion where you just have a spider cat and the spider cat is like just there long enough for them to have seen the spider cat, but then like runs away. So it's chase it. So they have to kind of chase it them just around. just sort of was hanging down near their window and then it's like it's disappeared. If it's outside that they need to take a better look at it. Yeah. Or they it like stole something of theirs, a diversion steal, which is the book with the camera. Camera, um, which are like, wait, that that, that cat stole a book. That was my book. <laughs> I don't remember having that book, but that was my book. It came off of my bookshelf. I'm very possessive of my books. <laughs> and they're they're going to say, like, why did this cat steal this book? And that's the diversion. Okay. And then we this take is a it. flawless diversion with. Absolutely. Because <laughs> then they get wrong. away, the cat gets away, takes yeah. the camera with mm-hmm. them. It's not even the same cat spider. It's. Yeah. It's, 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 they do a, pa- a handoff. <laughs> they, do a, they do a cat off. <laughs> a paw off. A paw off. Okay. And that is how we steal the PowerPoints. That's a great heist. Okay, I've got my PowerPoints. Do you want to give me a craving? <laughs> <laughs> so. Something that listeners may or may not know is that for a significant period of my life, I played a sport, which is shocking enough, I'm I'm certain to our listeners. Is it lacrosse? No. Is it soccer? No. Is it the other soccer? No. What's the <laughs> other soccer? You know, the one where I was thinking football, honestly. There's two footballs. Other yeah, there's two footballs. And then Not hand-dang. two soccers. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, sometimes so it's it the was footing. second it's soccer the that you were playing. No, it was not second soccer <laughs> that I was playing. It was a, a little a little sport that everyone only cares about once every four years. That's right. It was curling. I played curling for ice rock. It was ice rock exactly. And I'm really like it's what you know across the pond call curling because they have a uh, curling and it is just the sport of curling every extremity on your body. <laughs> So it's just sort of like hand egg, but it's ice rock. I mean, so for, okay, well, hmm. <laughs> they invented curling. I want to say, I want to mention. They also the Scottish invented, invented soccer and no, football. No, they invented football, not football. What? A, okay. <laughs> I know nothing about sports. Please continue. Yeah. So ice rock is, 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 is a great sport that I love. And I've been getting the craving to play curling again, but I can't seem to convince my friends to play curling. Mm, um, I can't imagine why. This is the thing. And so Claire, the only way for me to really save this craving, to, to play curling and to teach curling to my friends, is I need to know, how cool do I have to make curling to get you and presumably also my other friends to play curling with me? What do you need to hear from curling to make it fun? Well, consider this. There are flames. Yeah. And and you do sort of have okay. to dodge the flames as mm. you're brushing the ice. See, I like that because it 
Because you you can't just brush. That's too easy. That's yeah. too that's too easy of a job. Right. You just it's it's I mean, really easy. If it's you really can, easy. If thing you to can do, brush yeah. your teeth, you can brush some ice. Yeah, that's it's the just exact big same. Teeth. Yeah, that's the exact same thing. You're it's just totally cold right. Teeth. Yeah, you're totally right. Um, <laughs> I I'm, also think it has to be harder for the rock thrower because I can, I can throw a rock. I've skipped rocks on a pond before. I can. I mean, it's basically the same thing. <laughs> I do think yeah, the rock is. is covered in spikes, including mm. on the handle. Okay. So there are flames and spikes now. Here's my question. Here's one of my, my questions. Uh, I will say ice maintenance is, is pretty important in curling. Uh, they piss on the ice beforehand. I know. Okay. okay, they don't actually. But what they do do is they have a nozzle that they put out in front of them and wave it back and forth. And out of it comes little like water droplets. It's called pebbling the ice and it does look like they're pissing on the ice. Great. So they, so my fear is that the flames will interfere with the piss. It's like a manual Zamboni. It's like a manual Zamboni, except the Zamboni. Yeah, except the Zamboni's job is to make ice smooth whereas the man bony's job is to make it pebbly um okay. so that the rocks will slide so my my one concern sorry rocks don't slide on smooth ice they do but but it's to make them curl it's to make them curl and slide in particular ways great it does i trust me i know it doesn't sound like that's how it works trust me it is how it works the, so one thing no yeah. more no more pebbling so the thing is there is, is actually just a zamboni and you do actually have to ride the Zamboni mm, okay. as you're throwing the rock. Cool. And you have to throw the rock from the Zamboni. Like it's I sort s- of a drive-by. I I will Actually, say- no. I've decided. I've changed my mind. So you have a big Zamboni. It uh-huh. does not do anything to the ice, though. And it okay. does, just from the front of it, shoot big spiky rocks. And there uh-huh. are there is an enemy Zamboni. And it also shoots spiky rocks. And your goal is to destroy the other Zamboni. Welcome to better <laughs> curling. This is sort of what I... Uh, I don't know if you remember that there was that... Honestly, I still cannot believe that it happened. The Mario and Sonic Winter Olympics okay. ga- video game. I don't know if that was a thing that you ever played, but it was a video game. I rented it from Blockbusters. Yeah, it was a game where Mario and Sonic, uh, all the beloved characters of the Marios and Sonics universes, mm-hmm. they played different Winter Olympics sports. Yeah. Um, they also played Summer Olympics, I remember. They did, and both of those were sponsored by the actual Olympics. Which is mm-hmm. just really, uh, everything about that is the wildest thing to me. And they play curling. And I, I, to be honest, I am surprised that there weren't more spikes involved. Because that feels pretty standard for a video game. And so maybe the other thing about this, because I really need to make it clear to you how none of this can work in reality. Mm. So, like, no, it's... Sorry, pebbling the ice can work in reality, <laughs> but spike Zamboni rocks don't? Uh, also, the flames on ice... Okay, I've, I've, the Zambonis also shoot the flames. Well, They're, no, 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 that's not the issue, Claire. You have people who aren't in no. Zambonis, and they have to dodge the flames. It melts the ice. See, this is why you have Zambonis. Their job isn't to <laughs> redo the ice, it's to re- remake the ice. They're Zamboni pluses. So, you know, you have your side of the ice, and you're trying to melt the opponent's side of the ice, and destroy their Zamboni. And also char their non-Zamboni people who are just running around. They have no discernible purpose other than not to be fried. If they get fried and all your non-Zamboni riders get fried, you also lose. It's a second lose condition. 
Sam Bodie Wars and the new curling. I will say. I'll play that with you. <laughs> okay, I will say that maybe we need like to do a proof of concept of this first in like a digital space because I I I do understand. I don't think any curling rink in reality is ever going to let anyone do this. I we got in trouble for doing people curling, which where you curl the people? Well, yeah, there's two versions of people curling, both of which we were not allowed to do when we were younger. One version is there's like slidey things that you put on your feet to make you slide and skis? No. Nope. Blades. Nope. I don't know anything about ice skating, so I was trying to make that joke. What What do you put on? They're literally just like slidey plastic. They're just okay. plastic that is meant to slide. And it's on slippery, ice. Slidey. Yeah. On I ice. I have okay. So I have a I have a I have a secret. Yeah. You can wear shoes. It does the same thing. <laughs> no, it doesn't. I mean, I've slipped on ice before. Yeah, but this is a this is a different. Listen, you're not allowed to argue with me about <laughs> what and what is is. Makes sense in curling. What my point was, people curling, one version is you put all the slidey things on anywhere where the person's body touches the ice and you kind of just use them as a rock and just sort of see how far you can get them. Uh-huh. Um, the other version, which was even more not allowed, was you took the small people, the smallest people. Okay. <laughs> and you put them on the rocks. Yeah. And then they slew down and everyone had a great time until it wasn't allowed anymore. Okay. Uh, No one ever got hurt, so it was okay. Um, No one ever got hurt. No, actually not. Not Not doing that. People got hurt in curling all the time. It's it's a a very very extreme sport. It's a very extreme sport. Listen, you try and brush on the ice like you're brushing your teeth. It's almost as extreme as curling too. It's true, but you know, it's, it's, it's an extreme sport. You just said you slip and fall on the ice all the time. In curling, that's death. Yeah. You, I mean, you, you will get run over by the Zamboni. You would, especially. Or charred. Or hit in the face by a spike. Yeah, rock. it's really, I mean, There's it's many also, ways to die the in curling. About, the other thing about curling too is that it is kind of trench type warfare. Okay. Because, right, because you can't really go in the middle of that or you're kind of screwed because you will get charred or spiked or run over, mm-hmm. right? You really need to... Or really just sort of be... clotheslined by the other people who aren't on Zambonis. Yeah. yeah. Physical contact is 100% allowed. Of course. Oh, it's a oh very of course. But sport. you still use brooms. Just brooms. The... It's like Quidditch, but instead of flying on them, you just sort of whack whale on each other. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's also important to note that there is already kind of a set out area that you, that in this version, you burn down because there is a zone in curling ice called the house. And so your goal is to burn down your opponent's house. Mm. And that's curling. That's often the goal in life, isn't it? It really does seem to be. And maybe curling can just sort of intensify that. I don't want to, I don't want to bring us together. I don't want to, I don't want to make things, you know, more cordial or polite because things are fairly polite in curling, except there's a lot of drinking, which can still be quite polite. We once played against a team who was just like, was visiting for the tournament and was just very hammered the entire time. Okay. Um, which is kind of normal in curling. There's a bar above the ice, uh, usually, which is also where people watch from. Yeah, that's what curling is. There's like a zone up there with windows that look out on the ice and there's a bar there. Just sort of throw you down your drink, like heads, and then like a glass of beer comes smashing down. Yeah, through the glass that's there. Yeah. Yeah. During that game, at one point, 
they were sort of waiting to throw the rock and they were looking for the person who's supposed to throw the rock. They're like, hey, where's Jerry? And they look up and up there in the window is this guy <laughs> drinking his beer, like chugging it, looks down, notices him, goes, oh shit, and then runs down and takes the shot. So, you know, curling is pretty polite. And I think that this is a good way to disrupt that. You can, I think, also be as intoxicated as you like playing this sport. I do think new curling also is very polite. You do have to apologize mm. when you run some someone over. Otherwise, it's a foul. But as long as you apologize, it's okay. How many fatalities a game are we, are we talking here? Well, what do we consider a fatality? Someone is no longer breathing and is dead. Do they still have a corporeal form? I, I yes or no, because like if they can't be revived and given life again, then I think then I think that's what dead means. Okay, cons- but what if hole in their side, but put bandage on it? We all good now. Okay, but are they breathing? Do they have to be breathing two hours <laughs> after the game ends? <laughs> I think that they do. Mm. We might have a problem with new curling. <laughs> yeah, but you know, that's the type of sacrifices you make when you're playing curling. It's the type of sacrifices I always made playing curling. Pour one out for all of my teammates who died. I can't even believe I survived playing it for six years. That game really rocks, doesn't it? Yeah. Okay. Actually, uh, Claire, I've decided I don't want to play curling with you anymore. Okay. All so, right. craving solved. Great. Um, <laughs> do you want to finish this off sure we said 2019 was about finishing things yeah i guess so you want to finish off this episode uh can i give you a craving first i mean that's what i that's what i mean yeah okay the craving that is our last craving and therefore is the finish yes please do okay i'm gonna give it to you right now it's Korra the Last Airbender. That's not the name. It's Korra, the Legend of Korra. Oh, so it's the, it's the sequel. Yeah, so to it's not your earlier craving of Avatar: The Last Airbender. Yeah, so it's not just Korra, but I did just finish Korra. Right. It's very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was my second time going through Korra. I had seen it. Yeah. Before I really like it. I do just sort of want to say a couple things that I really liked about. Cora. Okay. After watching all of it consecutively instead of watching it as it came out weekly, like I did originally, it's so good. And you look at Avatar and everyone is into the traditional ways of bending. And then you get to Cora and it's literally the industrial era. Yeah. They have industrialized bending. And like by the end of the show, it's just, I mean, they're in almost the modern era era essentially in terms of fantasy world whatever that is mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so my my real craving my 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 craving what is the next avatar look like is there space do we get okay. space spending now this now this i can see i was What's worried the next big thing see i was worried claire because now i've watched avatar the last airmen but i still have only watched one episode of Korra, so i'm not super qualified to speak on Korra. all right think basically but, end of 1800s beginning of well no they have pretty good cars actually 1950s that's 1960s that's, oh 1950s baby i don't know uh, the vibe i got from it was like was like turn of the century oh yeah no it super starts in like the early like maybe 1850s and then by the end of the five years of the Korra I 
think in terms of technology, it advances I mean, pretty significantly. The thing about technology and the thing about technology in, in other worlds, especially in fantasy worlds, is like it doesn't progress the same way that it does in our world. Exactly. So you have some technology that is still 1850s era, and then you have some technology that's 1950s era because so, that's the way that things have happened. So Next Avatar, it's space. how many years in the future? Because Korra so, is, I believe, 50 years yeah. in the future of The Last Avatar. Is it 50 years again? Or is it well, like then 200 it's just like, years? Well, I think like, or is it like 10,000 years? What's see, the next Avatar thing? I like the idea that it's like every avatar we've known is now considered an ancient like avatar. Aang and Korra are both considered like ancient once upon a time avatars. Like they're not so even known anymore. They're just, well, just sort the of rumored. I, well, the avatars I think are well still known. From my understanding, at least of, of Avatar The Last Airbender is that they are kind of still known. But like, it's not the situation of like, Aang gets advice from the previous Avatar. It's been, I think a couple hundred years is a good amount of time to have passed. It's the equivalent of being like, oh yeah, that king 600 years ago. You okay, know? 500, 600 years. This is the future. So is this the is future. the future. This is the future. Um, so do we have space travel? I mean, like... We, we, has, we have to. I think we like... We has to. We has to. I think somewhere someone has to have developed... Space bending. Oh, is, the ability to is bend space. space bending a sub sort of thing, or is this like an avatar only thing, or what up? I mean, here's my here's my question: is like, also, do they meet other species from different planets? Is bending only exclusive to what the if, planet? Oh, what if? Oh, can, can hey. they teach bending to other yeah, what species that they unlock different bending? What if the aliens are the ones who teach them space bending? Oh, the aliens okay. like like the aliens. There was like. And, you know, like, we could, you could do the story of, like, the, the first contact story. Also, and space be... bending's a little OP, because we also have to have time bending if we have space bending. Do we have to have that? How do we have space bending without time bending? Uh, how do we have air bending without vacuum bending? That's not the relation between space and time, but... It's pretty the same. Pretty the same. Okay. I mean, my thought is that it is like bending the vacuum of space. I don't know. I, you know, we could have time bending. Maybe time well, bending is just like not... Gravity. That's space bending. But it's also time bending. Well, there you go. It's gravity bending. So space it's is time gravity bending. bending. It's gravity bending. This is the most OP bending. And of course, the avatar needs to learn it. Of course, the avatar needs to learn it. I think also important is like, do other benders even matter? When oh, I got it. Can... I got it. I got our story. All right. Give it to me. Here's why we've returned 500 laters is... 500 laters. 500 laters. We have returned. <laughs> After 500. <laughs> <laughs> What's the units? 500 to thirds years. <laughs> Fuck off. So, the Avatar has learned space-time bending. Maybe it's not 500 laters. It is whatever amount. Whatever amount of time. Whatever later. amount of time Maybe, it takes yeah, to knows? meet new species, teach them bending, and the Avatar knows it. And the Avatar's disappeared again because now there's <laughs> many, many people, and the Avatar did just sort of make a pocket dimension for <laughs> themselves. Um, <laughs> and now is the return of the Avatar because oh, the Avatar decided to live out the rest of their hey. life. And this was the first selfish Avatar in history. And now this next Avatar is the story. And it, everyone is like, you're the Avatar. Ugh. You're, don't an, like you're you. an asshole. You suck. <laughs> 
the other thing that I immediately thought of when you said pocket dimension is like, <laughs> oh no, is like, well, it's space time bending, right? So who says they can't just go back in time and get every other avatar <laughs> with them in the pocket dimension? <laughs> avatar, the first avatar party. God. <laughs> It's got to be sick as hell in there, right? That's got to be the best. And everyone else on the outside is suffering. So we got the avatar dimension now. The avatar dimension. But this I sort also... of means the avatar cycle is pointless now. Because they've got all of them, right? So, I mean, wait, maybe does this, this just mean about... there's just a pocket dimension with every avatar and they can all just come in and out at will because... I mean, all yeah. your benders that do know space bending can just open it up for all your non-space bending yeah. avatars or just teach them. And now, like, the season climax or, I don't know, series climaxes, every avatar in existence. <laughs> and this is this is how you do have many different planets is I think you have an avatar for every planet. Oh, I like that, actually. We've we've turned this around to being not not stupid anymore, <laughs> being actually interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, different avatars for different planets. And I think you have probably conflicts between the different avatars. Ooh, interesting. Right? Like, maybe that's the thing is like, because what, what you see in Avatar, and I don't, I, I don't know what you see in Korra, but what you see in Avatar is like, the Avatar goes up against powerful forces that are not other avatars. Right. But like... But what if Avatar v. Avatar? Right? Like... What if the rival is another avatar? I mean, there is that asshole avatar that did create the original pocket dimension. And yeah. it's sort of like, why are you helping these people? That one never leaves the pocket dimension because time doesn't mean anything, obviously, right. when yeah. you can time bend. That feels like, that just feels like that planet is the one that is like, all of this is meaningless. Mm-hmm. None of this matters. How do these traditions even work? Why do they even make sense? Why do we still do them? Which I think is, I assume, is something that Korra also maybe deals with a bit here and there. I don't know. If it's not, then it should be. Because, like, the the idea of, like, why does tradition even matter, I think, is interesting when you have, like, the world of the Avatar where, like, traditions create extremely powerful beings. Mm-hmm. Is it the thing of like, who cares about, who cares about any of this? Right. Um, Our avatar abandoned us. Benders can't do stuff, anything against space benders. Like space benders are powerful. Yeah. Avatar mode space bender can just create a black hole. Oh, crap. I think we open, I think we open with one of the avatars. We don't know it's one of the avatars. There's just a black hole. And it does destroy the original planet and all the system. Right. And like, okay, who did it? We don't know. And here's and what- it sends shockwaves to other avatars like, oh, it is there's someone if- out there who, how did, how do, how did I they feel, do it? I feel a disturbance in the avatar force. God. Uh, it is as if a thousand mi- and this millions is how of voices Star Wars started. <laughs> um... My thought with, like, someone does this big catastrophic event is, like, maybe it's just that, like, the asshole avatar, like, leaves the pocket dimension and is like, all right, I'm ready to... What? I don't like it. I... What is happening? And then goes back in time... Okay. ...to try and prevent this. 
Okay. But also maybe it's just like, oh, yay, we're end- opening this series with trillions of people have died. Okay, so we do just sort of have Doctor Who Star Wars mashup of like, now we have many different timelines because we do have a bunch of time vendors. I mean, this who is- Who are all we, going to go back in time and try expect, to prevent it. What did we expect when we made time vendors? Yeah, I mean- Like, what do you- like? You gotta be respectful of the timeline. Actually, what if that's a rule is- you can't go back in time unless right. you're the Avatar because or what Avatar if it's, mode. What if you just can't and then the Avatar's like, fuck that. I'm going to save all of these people's lives because I've suddenly decided I'm a good person. Mm, ah, the, I've decided I'm doing the right thing argument. Love that. Exactly. And then we explore the Avatar's absolutism. Yeah, exactly. We explore like what, a, what an asshole the person who made the black hole is. Yeah. I think that's the avatar that was the asshole. But I think it's the future version. Oh, and that's not revealed until later on. Yeah. You don't know which avatar it is. And then, and then it's the spoiler I, I of I think like, that avatar learns that it was them from the future that made the black hole. Do they feel remorse that like now they know that they have to in order to keep the time space continuum like stable? Or do they feel angry or do they like realize their purpose? I think that's the moment where they're like, well, then I'm going to fix the timeline. And then they they can't. And then they, well, they either they they accidentally do it. Yeah, I think they try to. And in their hastiness, they like accidentally do it. Basically, is it a tragedy or is it a tragedy and a something? It could be. Okay, we've also, we've done this to something that was a children's series. And I do just want to consider that maybe it doesn't have to go that dark, uh, like, immediately. I do also want to throw out that pretty much every children's series ever is now dark. But I don't like that. Yeah, me neither. So why did we make one of those? We could do something so much better. We have all of space and time to work with, Claire. (laughs) Why did we go for trillions of people being dead? Because space and Trillions of lives don't matter in the face of infinity. That's, that's there you one go, the- kids. <laughs> there you go. It's the antagonist line. You know, Claire. And it's it's actually just Macbeth, but space. That is none of that is Macbeth. <laughs> none of that is even remotely Macbeth. The two things I know: sports and Macbeth. <sighs> Macbeth could be a great sport. It's my favorite sport. How many people can you kill without <laughs> feeling the overwhelming guilt? I am no man, and I gold. Scored a goal. I gold. That was Lord of the Rings. The I am no man line is Lord of the Rings. Lady Macbeth's whole thing is like, is not, I am no man. It is looking at Macbeth and being like, you are no man, you pussy ass. <laughs> you, you just, you. It's the same thing. Yeah, same thing. Okay, so we've made a tragic like, avatar. Thanks. That's good. Yeah. It feels like a dark place to leave it on. Okay, well, here's, here's something to put your mind at ease. Time bending does exist and therefore it's pointless we do just save them yeah by doctor who methods of yeah okay. oh look the planet died oh look we put the planet in a box and we took it with us thanks doctor who <laughs> <laughs> i'm so glad the avatar is a time lord yeah <laughs> Well, this has been Salt Cravings. It it has been. Uh, the timey-wimey Salt Cravings. A timey-wimey Salt Cravings about pirates 
and uh pirate avatar <laughs> it's about oh <laughs> well now i'm gonna have to think about that and and think about that for next time so i have a new craving now pirate avatar that's good if you want to find us on the social medias where we do have personalities that is a giant salt shaker you can find us at salt cravings on instagram facebook and twitter that was a really weird way <laughs> to, to i mean i guess we do that's true yeah and that's what you can find there you can also leave us a review on itunes go do it or google play or anywhere yeah just Um, tell us we're neat tell us we're neat post the marge simpson meme but our podcast and (laughs) i just just think that's neat also you know give us some stars in there just that too Um, a neat amount of stars yeah a nice amount of stars like 69 stars nice yeah that's you can also tell us what you're craving if you want. You can uh, also just whisper into the ear of your dog and we will hear it. <laughs> yeah, you can do that also if you want it to be, because that will take probably a while to get back to us. Yeah, that's If you want slow. it to be a little bit faster. Travels through time. You could just reply to us on social media somewhere. Yeah. Uh, and, and we'll see it. Tag we'll us. We'll see all. I mean, you know, we're time benders and space benders, so. But only as long as the time and space is the internet. I mean, is there a time? in space that isn't the internet? Mm, no. 